And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, slow grain movement leads off debate in the Saskatchewan legislature this morning. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Slow movement of export grain led off debate in the Saskatchewan legislature this morning. NDP agriculture critic Carla Beck says disappointing grain movement has prompted a call for Ottawa to take immediate steps to get the grain trains running again on schedule. We agree with the government's call for federal action on inter-switching options and join them in calling for quick passage and implementation of C-49 to address these issues in the future. But Mr. Speaker, more needs to be done now. We've written a letter calling on the federal government to take immediate action and also implement joint running rights that would allow grain companies to use CN and CP tracks to choose the fastest option. Will the SAS party government join us, sign this letter, so we can have a united call for federal action needed to end this backlog? Premier Scott Moe says he has raised the grain movement issue recently with Prime Minister Trudeau and senior railway officials. They've uh, made all sorts of assurances that they are increasing their, their, uh, their, tra their capacity, Mr. Speaker, and ensuring that not only can they address the, uh, the grain that we need, the, the product that we need to get, it's more than grain, Mr. Speaker, it's potash and it's uh, refined fuel products as well that need to get to port, and they've, they've assured us that they can address uh, that, that volume and address the backlog, Mr. Speaker. We'll wait to see and, and ensure that they do, and we'll, we'll hold their, their feet to the fire, Mr. Speaker. But the longer-term solution to this, Mr. Speaker, and the start of it is Bill C-49, Mr. Speaker, and the Minister of Agriculture and myself, the Minister of Infrastructure, uh, did discuss this the other day, and C-49 is uh, beyond helping this crop year, Mr. Speaker, so we need to ensure that we add some amendments to it to get it right. Amendments such as inter-switching, Mr. Speaker, need to be put into Bill C-49, as well as some volume-based allocations and, uh, and, and other issues, Mr. Speaker, and as well, we need to always advocate for other uh, modes of delivery of our products, Mr. Speaker, such as the safe and efficient uh, pipelines that, that, that are approved by the federal government need to be built. Premier Scott Moe speaking in the Saskatchewan Legislature this morning. The federal minister of agriculture met with his provincial counterpart in Saskatchewan yesterday to discuss efforts to improve movement of grain to port. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley says the Senate should soon approve the new grain transportation legislation to push the railways to step up service. But it's important to note that C-49 is the start of helping to put the proper system in place here, Lila, in Western Canada to make sure that we can move the grain in a timely fashion. It won't happen overnight, but we have to make sure that it happens. It's a problem this year. There's reason for why it happened, but uh, what we have to do is make sure that this does not happen and to make sure that we have whatever more hopper cars, more engines, uh, perhaps more double tracking, all this type of thing has to be put in place because, as Lyle and I are fully aware, what's normal What's the bumper crop this year will be normal in a few years' time, and uh, we are going to expand our exports to 75 billion by 2025, so we have to move them. And that's why we have to get this in place. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart is also pushing for passage of the new legislation. Well, we basically are. You know, I've, uh, I have asked uh, Minister Garneau for a temporary order, uh, such as uh, we saw in 2013-14, uh, in um, I, I think uh, the railways have stepped up as far as grain car deliveries go. Uh, uh, their numbers are uh, to where they probably should have been all winter. And, uh, 
so I don't know if uh, if Minister Garneau is going to be uh, uh, looking favorably uh, upon an order with uh, since their numbers are up, but their numbers are up at the expense of potash and forestry products and, and manufactured goods and, and uh, you know other products. So uh, we know what the railways do. They uh, uh, to drive their share prices from time to time. They, they sell off and lease out equipment. They lay off crews and, uh, and uh, make their bottom line temporarily look much better. But that's, that's what's caused this problem uh, uh, in 2013-14 and now again this winter. Stewart would like to see some minor improvements to the inter-switching provisions in the bill. He also says farm deliveries of grain to market will fall off as road bands and spring seeding gets underway. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The president of APAS, Todd Lewis, made a presentation to the Senate Subcommittee on Agriculture in Calgary yesterday on climate change. Lewis says he expressed strong opposition to a proposed federal carbon tax. We went, uh, you know, on behalf of our our producers here in Saskatchewan talking about, you know, how climate change is a real thing, but certainly we practice lots of mitigation strategies and talked about how uh, carbon tax isn't going to fix the issue for agriculture. And we made that very clear that carbon taxes don't work for agriculture and that farmers and ranchers have done lots already without a carbon tax and we will continue to do so. So what does their response, how do they react? Well, I think we had some good questions from the senators back and forth and hope there's a, some understanding about where agriculture is coming from. I think one of the general feelings that were brought forward, a, a common theme amongst all the groups that we're presenting, uh, was that agriculture really doesn't have a place right now as far as uh, as recognition goes for what we do in, in carbon management. And the other provinces in Western Canada have plans put forward by the provincial governments, and I don't think agriculture could be painted as uh, happy in either of those provinces with some of the regulations and so on that are being placed on agriculture. So you continue to support the Saskatchewan government's efforts on the whole carbon tax issue? Yes, absolutely. We've been in, in consultation with the government and the Ministry of Environment and working with them, you know, to see what they come out with as far as their plan for next year, whenever they decide to put it forward. And they're consulting with us and we look forward to, a, you know, a made a Saskatchewan solution that speaks to and recognizes uh, what agriculture does for, as far as managing carbon and in the, in actually not only in Saskatchewan, but the whole country. APAS President Todd Lewis spoke to the Senate Subcommittee on Agriculture meeting in Calgary yesterday. Agriculture Canada has launched a program to encourage farmers to fight climate change and make efficient use of energy and the production of renewable energy. The federal government is providing $25 million for the Agricultural Clean Technology Program. The three-year investment is designed to help the farming sector reduce greenhouse gas emissions through adoption of clean technologies. Provinces are eligible to apply for federal funding and are encouraged to work with industry on projects which focus on precision agriculture and bioproducts. The goal is to develop new and efficient uses of energy while protecting the environment and reducing climate change. Bioproducts are renewable products from agricultural waste and outputs. Precision agriculture uses data-gathering technologies to guide targeted farm management actions which improve efficiency and productivity of farming. Monsanto will fund a new U.S. company that plans to develop crops using gene editing technology. Scientists and companies worldwide are rushing to develop new seeds for crops using gene editing, a process they say can produce non-GMO farm products that do not contain foreign DNA from a different species. 
Monsanto will pay pairwise $100 million over the next five years to finance research on gene editing tools. Pairwise will also research how to use the tools to alter commodity crops, including corn, soy, wheat, cotton, and canola, exclusively for Monsanto. Beyond commodity crops, Pairwise intends to use gene editing for research on other plants, possibly including fruit. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola fell 2.30 at 4.8314. Oats went down a dollar 57 at 132.38. Number one red spring wheat rose a dollar 10 at 229.46. The rest were unchanged. Durham 258.25. Feed barley 187.63. Flax 463.68. Yellow peas, 236.37. Feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is up three quarters of a cent at 5.90 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of March 20th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.83 cents to $1. D3 cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.75. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.10 cents to $0.39. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $0.97 cents to $1.14. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here in Weyburn yesterday. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.17 and sold up to $2.43. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.13 and sold up to $2.31. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.20. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.95 and sold up to $2.18. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.82 and sold up to $2.01. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.68 and sold up to $1.78. Steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.53 and sold up to $1.61. Heifers were about 20 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500 pound grasser steers at $2.43 a pound. A group of 550-pound black steers at $2.32 a pound. A group of 600-pound black steers at $2.20 a pound. A group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.18 a pound. A group of 720-pound tan steers at $2.01 a pound. And two loads of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.79 a pound. We also had a load of fancy 740-pound Black Angus replacement heifers from the McNaughton Ranch, and they sold for $1.81 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Hams sold 6,500 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 133 to 151 per CKG. 
Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head, selling a range of 130 to 149 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 70 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2958. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.54 cents US. The pork carcass cutout is trading at its lowest level in more than two years, despite exceptional demand both domestic and export. The weakness is coming from the huge quantity of pork that is being produced, with hog numbers up 3.5% and carcass weights up 1% over last year. The USDA's cold storage report is expected later today and will provide some added information about how well supply and demand are currently balanced. And lean hog futures are down sharply in today's trade as President Trump announces tariffs against China. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy skies, wind southeast 30, the high near zero. Becoming cloudy overnight, then snow, wind southeast 40, gusting to 60, the low tonight minus 4. Tomorrow, 5 to 10 centimeters of snow and blowing snow. Wind southeast 50, gusting to 70, diminishing to 30 tomorrow afternoon. The high near zero, the low minus 4. Saturday, increasing cloudiness, the high plus 3. Chance of evening showers Saturday with a low of minus 6. Sunday, sunny, the high plus 3, low minus 6. Monday, sunny, the high near zero, the low minus 6. Pretty mild on Tuesday, sunny with a high plus 6, the low minus 3. Wednesday, sunny, the high plus 5. Normal high is plus 3, the normal low minus 9. The sun rose at 6.57 this morning, and it sets at 7.13 tonight. Around the province, we've got Estevan minus 1, Saskatoon minus 1, Swift Current plus 1, Weyburn minus 1, Yorkton minus 4. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-southeast, 43, gusting to 54, giving a wind chill of minus 9. Humidity 97%, the barometer rising 102.8. Still some fog lingering in the Moose Jaw District, it's minus 3. Winds are from the east-southeast at 26. Once again, Regina, cloudy minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.